welcome to another episode of Metal Mastermind. Your host, Jason Stallworth, and we've got co-owner of Metal Mastermind and host Ken Candelas. What's up, dude? <laughs> it's a pleasure to pleasure to see you, man. Man, we're back at it again. Uh, guys, we're gonna talk about you know, three things that all kind of relate to each other. And uh what is hardcore? We'll cover that first. Then we're gonna get into what's called what I like to call putting in the work. What does that really mean? Uh, then we're going to kind of tie it all back around towards the end and talk about the reality of burnout. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. And, um, burnout. Oh, my God. We can talk for a long time about what it means uh, to, to yeah. be burned out. Uh, I think for people who are going the indie music route, uh, this is a real thing that we have to learn to mitigate uh my experience well let's talk about hardcore right yeah let's let's get hard what does what, what does that mean to you what does hardcore mean to you ken like hardcore yeah. man i think relentless in your uh daily pursuit of your goals um <laughs> uh, also i think habitual uh tendencies i think okay. are part of that i would say for example uh, my experience with like doing audio engineering and working long hours is, you know, that kind of work is pretty hardcore. I, there were days where I was up for like 72 hours because, oh, that's rough. You know, uh, my job at Good Morning America was very much hard to deal with on a on a timely schedule. You'd you'd have to be there at 1 a.m. You'd probably get out at around like 10 a.m. and by that time. The sun's out it's almost noon and you want to keep staying up because you're just full of energy from the sun <laughs> yeah. and so you start taking jobs that are right after work and you're just like okay let's do this one and then by the time you get back home it's really late and then before you know it you have to be back at broadcast at 1 a.m again so <laughs> That That's was really rescue. difficult. That was really difficult. That was hardcore. Uh, my a hardcore experience. Schedule. Yeah, that's definitely an example of a hardcore schedule. I think, though, people can be hardcore about many things, and work schedules is just one of them. Um, you know, yeah. you could be hardcore about family and like, but be a devout father or mother and make the best out of your child's you know, experiences in life. That's also a version of being hardcore. Um, yeah. What does it mean for you? I don't know. It was a really good point. I'm glad you tied that back around to something that is really actually positive. I mean, we're talking about, you know, your work schedule, how that's a hardcore schedule. That's not easy to adhere to because uh, it really disrupts everything else in your life and your life becomes um, centered around that <laughs> kind of a crappy schedule, you know? Um, but then you tie it back to family, how you can, you can go in hardcore with, other things that are maybe healthy uh, in life. You want to be a good, you know, a, a good spouse first and foremost, in, in my opinion, because if you're not a good spouse and everything else falls apart, you know, you guys who are married out there. Uh, but no, hardcore to me, I see, I think it, I think it's different things, different people. Um, you know, a lot of people have told me, well, Jason, you get up at, you know, four o'clock, 4.30 a.m. in the morning uh, to go work out every day. Uh, well, that's hardcore. And I used to th think that was hardcore. Uh, but, you know, 
to back it up a little bit, there are other people, and I'm not a bodybuilder. I mean, you guys know that I've, I've been lifting weights and training and, 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 you know, into fitness for my entire life since I've been playing guitar since 88, 89. Man, it seems so long ago, but you know, I, I, I looked at it as hardcore, you know, in, 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 at certain times in my life, but now like, okay, I get up and, and train at four 30 in the morning. I'm in there hour and a half, sometimes two hours, weights, cardio, come home. And, and you know, I stick to that. You know, you mentioned being consistent. You mentioned something to along, along the lines of being consistent. And I think that's a version of hardcore for some people, but there are other people now that really train a lot harder, you know, than I do and maybe stick to the regimen and the diet and all that. Well, they may not make, they may not wake up at four 30. They, they may do it at, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon where the schedule doesn't seem as hardcore, but that doesn't mean that I'm more hardcore than them because maybe they're training for competition. Whereas me, I just do it because I love to do it as a part of who I am. So I think hardcore can have a different meaning. And, uh, and real quick, I don't look at my schedule as hardcore because it's a natural time my body wakes up. You know, if I have a live gig the night before, of course, I'm not getting up at 4.30. It might be 6 or something like that. But in any case, I, I enjoy doing that first thing in the morning because it's the way I like to start my day. So to me, I, I've learned to treat 4.30 a.m. just like any other time, 10.30 a.m. Why, why does it have to be any different? It's just a time I get up to go work out. So uh, but going back, you know, other people may not wake up that early. They may be into the the regimen more hardcore than me. So, uh, again, hardcore, I think, means different things to different people, you know? Yeah, because we're all gauging things differently in life to begin with. So it's hard to put, how would you say, a pin in where this is the standard of what hardcore is. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So we have a lot of different experiences from our life that I feel just gauge what does that entail for us. Um, so we have to just find out what's our limit, really. And I think that's where this comes down to is understanding your boundaries as yeah. a person. Uh, what's what's the absolute most <laughs> that you can handle at capacity? And sometimes that's that's harder than it sounds to to find. <laughs> I mean, it's easier said than done. You know, this is kind of a, a thing where you have to go and test yourself in life to see to what extent you're willing to go in that route. And it was actually if I you know, continue that story of being uh, an audio engineer at Morning America it was actually one of the reasons when. The pandemic hit i decided to leave uh, because i realized how much it was actually taken away from the things that i actually value in life they want um, you to come back you're like no thanks <laughs> i don't want yeah that <laughs> yeah no yeah they wanted me back and i said that's just i'm not that interested in that work anymore i wanted to do different things and by that time we were already working on a mental mastermind i'm working on my music and i yeah. said I love I love engineering and stuff like that, but I actually love being an artist more. So that's something I really wanted to focus on. So, uh, you know, that was a part of my life that needed, you know, reevaluation and what I was willing to go more hardcore for. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a game of balance and people will have to just go through it to get to it in a more simpler sense. 
And I think we need to focus on the result more so than, you know, because I, I think sometimes people like to wear a badge of hardcore. Well, I'm hardcore. And they put things out there on social media. They're, they're best, oh, of yeah. course, you know, and, and that's, that's the world we live in. Uh, and, you know, when you're talking about hardcore, again, it's different for everyone. And you can't really, you can you know, you and I have talked so much. And I think we started our first or second podcast with this uh, about comparing yourself to other musicians and to other people in general. Uh, you guys, guys, this all ties into music as well. It ties into being a musician. You know, you are you hardcore enough to practice, you know, six hours a day or why not 16 hours a day? Well, what, what is the result going to be uh, from, you know, from that hardcore thing that you're doing? I mentioned earlier my right. workout schedule. I'm not looking to be Mr. Olympia, right? So I'm not looking for that result. My result now is, you know, like I said, I'm kind of an older dude. I'm 40. I'll be 48 in May. So my my result I'm looking for is to be strong, to be muscular, but also have longevity and health, which I have. Uh, so I want to maintain that. You know what I mean? I, I know I had to exercise to do that. So, uh, you know, that's that's my result that I'm going for. Now, do I have to be hardcore to to make that result? Well, what I do to some people is hardcore because they can't get out of bed in the morning, right? Maybe they're going through something. Maybe they're out of shape and they can't make that first. Well, they, I don't want to say they can't, but they're not allowing themselves to make that first step, right? And guys, this is not a fitness blog. I promise. I'm just giving this as an example. <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, I want to touch on that point of uh, social media influencers. I yeah, think, yeah. I think being hardcore or the sense of being hardcore is certainly something that is attractive. I, sure. I feel it makes uh, people, I guess, on the inside feel empowered yeah. about doing something a lot. Um, that's, that's certainly something where you can wear a badge of honor in a sense, if you're, you know, really rocking it. I mean, people are killing it out there and, yeah. you know, all the more power to them. I think that's great. I also, recognize though that the messaging behind that is not always the healthiest because sometimes uh you know when somebody says a certain uh message and this is something that you know we try to be very conscious of is how how we deliver that message too because if you say something like oh yeah you got to get up and you got to just work your ass off and do the thing in order to make it happen. You know, that's great, but there's also nuance to all of that. Like, right. okay, where where are you in life to be able to do the thing that you want to do is another consideration. And who are the people that are around you that you care about? How will this affect how you interact with your family? How will this, you know, these are certain things that some people don't really think about until um, they go through it and they see certain <laughs> results out of that. So I want to say that this kind of, uh, I, I always knew it as like the hustler's mentality sure. where it's just go day, day, day after day, just hashing away at your goals. That kind of mentality uh, actually was something that I was trying to do with my own music. And uh, at a certain point it was, it was toxic because I was so tunnel vision on my music that I didn't have any sense of balance to how I was moving through in my life. And I felt like I was just kind of 
making the st- uh, the slope a little steeper for myself. Yeah. Uh, and it was harder to, to get out of. So those kinds of mentalities are good to an extent. I think you have to always take a step back and say, all right, well, is now the time to work or is now the time to rest? Uh, is now the time to bond? Is now the time to learn? What is it that your season is right now, which is uh, something that our good, you know, friend and mentor, Leah McHenry used to say, which is, what season are you in? Um, are you in a, if you're a musician, are you in a composing season or are you in a marketing season? Yeah. Uh, but this can balance through a lot of things in life, right? So you're thinking, am I in a position where I need to work uh, more because maybe I'm slacking on what I want to achieve in life? Or does that entail um, me having to regroup and reassess where I'm currently at right now and restructure my, (laughs) I guess, my core fundamentals? Those types of things are super important and you can't just disavow that because you want to be hardcore. (laughs) It's just... Well, seasons a, are crucial, man. You mentioned seasons. Yeah. I remember Leah, uh, you know, by the way, we get no money for this, guys. But, we, you know, we we both graduated from uh, Leah McHenry's Elite Savvy Musician Academy. That's how Ken and I met. We'll do a podcast just on that one day if, if, if <laughs> you know, if you guys want. But uh, that's how Ken and I met many years ago. And she mentioned that seasons. And I think there's a season to be hardcore, so to speak. But you mentioned rest, you know, and I'll go back to to the weight training uh, mentality, your muscles don't grow when you're in the gym working out. A lot of people are like, I'm just going to push it to the extent. It's good to push yourself. I'm a a big uh, believer in that, but that's not when your muscles are growing. If you don't give your muscles those time to, to rest and recover to that's when they grow, when you're sleeping, when you're eating, you're refueling them with with appropriate nutrients, the appropriate uh, amount of protein and so forth and rest. That's when they grow. If you just continue to be hardcore and work out all the time, work the same body parts all the time, you're probably going to get diminishing returns on on the time invested. So you do have seasons, Ken. You know, we, you and I are both working on an album right now. We're, we're both kind of, you've got the Homeric release. Uh, I've got the album Overcometh. Who knows? We might release this stuff at the same time, man. But right now we're in a phase of kind of like uh, – You've already recorded all your parts, I believe. I, I, I've i still got some stuff to record, and we're kind of finalizing everything. Uh, after that, though, we're going to switch gears over to the marketing phase, right? Which yeah. means we probably won't be doing a lot of composing and writing, maybe some, but we're going to be more focused on, uh, on the marketing aspect, how to get it out there, uh, which is something I'm excited to talk more about. You know, to help you guys, uh, Ken and I, we've learned a lot about marketing as independent musicians. And of course, we do want to share that with you guys. A lot of powerful stuff to come on that. But yeah, the seasons are important. You know, uh, the, the time of rest is important and which kind of gets us into talking about, you know, putting in the work, which is one of our tags on on the podcast here. You know, you have to know not only when to put in the appropriate work and the appropriate amount of work. Uh, but also the type of work. I'll, I'll share what one of my bosses told me a long time ago when I was in corporate America. I worked for a large corporation and they want you to do everything. But she would always tell me, it's like, Jason, you know, when she'd see me get frustrated, she's like, you're trying to boil the ocean. Don't try to boil the ocean. Yeah, that's a great line to walk away with because we 
sometimes are impatient uh, with the process. And this sort of thing just takes time, um, especially if you're going to be an indie musician, you can't expect overnight success. I tell my students every time you're going to go down this route, it's a 10 year minimum. <laughs> yeah. The 10 year minimum. And that they look at me and they're like, Oh, <laughs> and that's, I look at their face and I said, yeah, but you know what you get, you get your independence, you get your freedom, you get, the ability to control what it is that you want to do uh, with your music. You have nobody, you know, holding this over your head. Um, that's priceless in my opinion, but it wow. comes with hard work and it, does. it is a bootstrapping mentality of, okay, I'm going to start it as a grassroots type of movement here and we're going to build um, and putting in the work means just a little bit every day just to make progress in some way, shape or form. But you can be methodical about that. You can yeah. say today, I'm just going to focus on writing um, like this verse. Uh, tomorrow, I'll try and write a chorus. And by the end of the week, maybe I'll put a song together. Maybe the week after, what I'll try and do is I'll organize time. And you're blocking out time to do this, of course. You, you want to make sure that you do something like that so that when you are within the scope of a certain amount of time, you your mind is put, you know, under pressure to make something happen within that time. Um, so you have a series of sort of cascading events that I guess you can say you can reverse engineer. You want to make an album. How do I make an album? What are the steps that I need to do to make that album? And you start tackling just, you know, what's on that bullet list. And just little by little, you're putting in the work. Uh, putting in the work doesn't mean you have to tackle every one of those things at the same day. <laughs> that would be the equivalent of trying to be hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a disaster. But, but that could be a disaster. <laughs> Sometimes there's good days and you have those moments where you can make things happen, you know, or you get a lot of that stuff done, but oh, yeah, yeah. it's not always going to be that way. And most of the time it's going to be slow. So you have to be patient with yourself and patient with the process, knowing that this is all for the sake of trying to make something great. And you don't want to, and I love this um, phrase. I, I like to think of making my music as baking it in an oven because an oven takes time to cook the meal, right? I don't want to make my music feel like it was a hot pocket in a microwave. In a microwave, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, we don't like that yeah. because it's just, I mean, hot pockets are great for a momentary satisfaction, but they yeah. are not a memorable meal. <laughs> Listen, my wife cooked a roast yesterday in the crock pot, and that thing took, you know, not a lot of effort to to prepare it, prepare it and all, but that, that crock pot roast, man, it, it just sat in there for like a good six, seven hours. Yeah. It was so good. Just, yeah. oh, man, I got some leftovers for later, by the way. I wish I wish you were here, Ken. I'd share it with you. But, <laughs> you know, you two two points to what you're talking about. One, sounds like uh, you, if, if you listeners missed our, I think it's our very first podcast when we talked about scheduling. You know, you yeah. mentioned scheduling. You've got to schedule these things out. 
you can't just uh, you know reach for the pie in the sky. It's like, well, I want to do all these things. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. Well, if you don't schedule it, if you don't write these things down, and you know we don't care if you use a Google Calendar, Apple Calendar, or if you want to go old school and just write that stuff down on a piece of paper, as long, as long as it's something you're going to see on a daily or at least weekly basis, and you're going to stick to that. Right. Because uh, like you said, you you have those days. Yeah, we have those good days. Usually Mondays are, are my workaholic days, my quote unquote hardcore days. And my wife knows that I'm probably going to work 12 to 14 hours those days. But realize that the next day may not be that way. Right. It probably won't be that way. And it may not be that way the next few days after that. So don't get your don't let yourself get discouraged if it's not like that if you can't keep up that quote unquote hardcore momentum because consistency is gonna beat hardcore every single time right yeah and there are ways to help keep you focused for example my music comes with quite a bit of artwork so a way that i always remember to put my music in the forefront of my focus is I have my artwork as my wallpaper on my desktop. I always see it every day I turn my I computer like on. So awesome. it's just a reminder, right? And some people, they like sticky notes or they like motivational cards or they like motivational posters <laughs> that they frame on the wall. Whatever that is for you, uh, that is a method of always remembering to recenter what it is is your main driving focus right so have some sort of way to display that every day in front of yourself that's going to help you keep on track right putting in the work means yes you're working it doesn't mean that you're just staying busy it means that you're you're making efforts to progress so you want to be sure that what it is that you're doing on a daily basis, and maybe it's not always daily, but it can be every other day you're, you're, you're attributing something, but you're always measuring yourself against yourself, what you're doing to make your goals happen. You have to, you have to do that. I mean, there's no way around it. You have to re really dedicate to saying to yourself, okay, this is a, something that I want out of life. And I know that going to my job just on a daily basis is going to eat away at oh. something that I'm trying to do at life, right? It's going to suck, right? <laughs> it, it, I mean, you know, it does. Like it does some, yeah. some people, some people enjoy the work. I do enjoy my work, but at the same time, every time I'm at work, I'm not working on my work that I want to do, which is my music. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm very aware that all of that is going to take away. So I have to put more work to making it happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's it just, sense. you have to, you, you know, when you're at home, yeah, there, 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 there's totally a time to sit back and relax. And many times we're, uh, we're very tired after work. I, I understand that, but yeah. you have to find some way to make that effort to hit your goals. One of the ways that worked for me is I choose to work my job in the evenings because during the day, I have more energy to work on my music. So 
that helps me a ton. And that's something that some people may have the luxury of. Some people may not. If you're a person who has to wake up early to go to work and you have to find time after work, then I would try to find where in your weekly schedule you can dedicate just a block of time just to make that your day to work. Uh, maybe some for some people, it's the weekends. But some for me, the weekends are times where I like to spend with my significant other because sure, since sure. I work in the evening, she works during the day, we don't really see each other during the day. So that's when I dedicate time for rest. Uh, but during the week, I do, you know, during the day, my own projects, my own music. And just so, so our listeners know, you know, Ken, you, you know, you have a, a job, but you're, you're in the music industry, like, like Ken's job and, you know, not to belittle the fact that you have to go to that and work. Um, but, you know, we, we both are in the full-time music industry here in some capacity and you're, you're an educator at the college level. Uh, so you're teaching, you know, audio engineering, you're teaching things like uh, even some marketing yeah. and, and theory and that sort of thing. So, you know, and that's what's great about you. You, know, you have made choices in your life. This is very important, guys, to set you up to where you can be a full-time musician at multiple capacities, right? So right. You, not only are you working on your music, not only are you know you and I running Metal Mastermind, but and and all that goes with that because that's like that's all <laughs> almost like having three full-time jobs, you know. But we love what we do. Uh, but you're also in the industry, you know. Sometimes I feel like even though I don't have a like a regular day job, you know, I, I left the corporate world in 2020. Um, maybe I will we'll share that story another day. This <laughs> is an interesting one, but. Uh, I do, I do trade time for money in a sense when I play live solo acoustic gigs. I uh, started doing that around the time I left City to to supplement everything else, uh, and I wanted to get back on stage, you know, in some way. I didn't want to lose the stage presence because I haven't played with a band in, in quite some time, other than filling in here and there for some bands. But uh, you know, the solo acoustic gigs, just like you know your your teaching gig at night. Of course, those are at nighttime, and like you said, you know. Uh, that can take a lot of energy, you know, sometimes the yeah. gigs are late and the next day I might not feel like doing much of anything. I'll, I'll, I'll wake up anyway and go hit the gym. But after that, I might come out going, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, sometimes I just want to have a couple beers by the patio or, or just watch some TV with my wife. We, you know, her and I spend a lot of time together as well. So going back to the rest guys, you know, you need to structure things where you have phases for the quote-unquote hardcore work and I, I really don't even like to use the term hardcore because again it's different for everyone and and someone might say well well i'm more hardcore than you are <laughs> you're not yeah. hardcore. blah 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 and get into this competitive thing and it's just not it's just not worth getting into just put in the work that you know you need to put in push yourself a little further because you're so much more capable uh, of doing more than what you think you are. Uh, and what I like to tell folks is we're not really looking for the things like people aren't looking for big houses and cars and, and a wealthy bank account uh, and that sort of thing. They're looking for the emotions that they believe having those things will give us. So yeah. what I challenge you and in all of us, myself included, what I'm trying to do more of is get into that state of mind already where you already have the things that you want in life, right? 
what does that make you feel like? So Ken, you and I are talking about albums, and I, I know most of our listeners, you guys, would like to release something at some point or do something. Um, and even if it's not in the musical realm, maybe you want to start your own business, maybe you want a promotion, whatever it is. Take a few moments, uh, you know, you can call it meditation or whatever you want to call it, but just take a few moments and, and visualize the emotion that you're going to feel when those things have manifested in your life. And, you know, we talked about this in, I think, two podcasts ago, maybe it was last week's, um, but how your brain does not know the difference between the reality you're living right now and the one that you're imagining, right? So the more you dwell on those things, uh, not saying that you'll be able to just poof, magically make everything appear. That's not how this works, but rather because you're focused on those things and getting your brain used to experiencing that emotional state of these things being accomplished, you're going to make the appropriate decisions to start making that happen. Right. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Cause when people talk about stuff like law of attraction, it makes it feel more mystical than it really is. Right. Right. It's, it's actually, it's actually just very basic. It's you just got to put your mind to something that you really want and you have to make the necessary steps to make that happen. That's right. just basically at a fundamental level, what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, like we talked about in our first podcast, you know, we, we said that you want to plan, execute and measure the results. Yep. That's how you move forward in life. And whether yes. you choose to meditate or dwell or whatever, you need to plan those out. And Ken, you brought this up earlier, man. You, you've got to make the plan for those different phases of your album or whatever it is that you're doing. Map that out, plan it, and then execute. Take action on those steps and measure the results. Is it working? Yeah. Is it not? Because being hardcore is just simply unsustainable. It's, it's, it's honestly, to get into our last point, it's a recipe for burnout. <laughs> right. Yeah. It moves us right into burnout. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's why we wanted to talk about this. But you, have you experienced burnout recently, Ken, or, or like, and, and how did you deal with that? And how are you dealing with that? Uh, well, I experienced burnout with uh, my own music at a time. Uh, when I had my entire debacle with my band breakup, that was, uh, that was a total burnout for me. Uh, my attitude of go, go, go on my music taught me two things that one, I, I, I saw what I was capable of doing. And then two, I also saw that not everybody can go. <laughs> yeah. So me doing that. Uh, I mean, I had to take basically a couple of months of a hiatus just to kind of recover from the the trauma <laughs> of yeah. that bad breakup. But, uh, I mean, it led me to reorganizing how I wanted to pursue this project. And at the end of the day, uh, it brought me to meeting, you know, one of my own heroes in metal which is michael romeo and it also Dude. brought me to one of my own inspirations uh, jonathan cruck who is a storyteller and wonderful person who i was listening to his story since i was a kid then it also brought me to david milgate who's worked on you know judge dread and uh Dude. he's even he's even done a, a a cover for heavy metal magazine you know I these are these are things that I just realized were part of my experience 
when it came to my music and it just made me realize how, how valuable it was. But the burnout needed to happen for me to restructure that. I needed to realize how important this was to me. So knowing that, it was one of the points where I said, okay, I've been also burnt out working all these audio freelance gigs for 12-hour days, 16-hour days, and I'm just tired of it. And I said, I remember that. I said, no, no more. Uh, not not doing that because, yes, it was good money, and some of that was some of the best money I've made, but I wasn't able to do anything else. I was just working for other people, and I realized, and no offense to uh, people who are in better financial states than I am, but when you work for people who are just wealthier than you, uh, they they just, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a good time for me. I just always like, I, I, I should be the one. I always said to myself, I should be the one who needs this service and not me having to do something for somebody else. That's probably always been in me ever since I was in my teens where I've always wanted to do my own thing. And uh, I guess that was the voice in the back of my head that was just kind of clawing at me. Like you're working for the big man right now. And it's just like, Ah, so <laughs> I just had this screaming voice inside me that wanted to just do more than what I was just doing. And I knew that working, you know, freelance gigs of audio, even though I love audio, it, it wasn't going to do it. And I had to refocus. What was I, what was I going to do in order to make that happen? And honestly, that's why we came over and did metal mastermind for a good chunk of our reasons. It is, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because like when I was leaving my corporate job uh, in early 2019, long story short, uh, I had been there you know, about 13 years at that point. I was there 14 years total. And um, you know, I told my boss in the beginning of the year, it's like, look, we do cuts every year. It's what corporations do. I'm raising my hand if we cut in our department. Please pick me. So <laughs> lo and behold, that happened. I left the job. But I remember... You know, that that last year, especially that last six months, you kind of check out. She's like, look, I'm just mentally done. Ken, this is going to sound like weird and kooky, but it, it was painful for me to type on the keyboard. Even the days I work from home and think about having a corporate job that pays you nicely. I never complained about my salary. I made a really good salary at that place. But it was painful, even working from home, the luxury of working from home. You're like, Jason, man, this is this is first world problems and not really a problem. But it was painful for me to type on the keyboard. The days I'd go in the office, I would get there late some days, Ken, and I would because I knew if I got there late, I'd have to park in the overflow. So that would take me longer to walk to my cubicle. <laughs> you know, just tr trying to delay the, you know, this this process. And um, there are still even then times I'd sit in the car, listen to music, and text a buddy or something. Sometimes I'd text you even, uh, and I'd sit in the car for ten minutes, and it just I had to pull myself out. So. I was so burnt out though, and again, I don't I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining. I'm not. There's two sides of this. There's the side that sometimes companies put so much on you and you gotta do this, this, and that. Oh, and you need to do more, by the way. And I just wasn't willing to work the long hours anymore. I I had checked out. Uh, but there's the other side that I knew I needed to be putting my focus and time and energy into my own thing. Ken, you and I have had the vision for working for ourselves 
probably since our youth. I remember cutting grass, mowing yards. It, it was, you know, it was hard work, but it was kind of cool. I can go mow somebody's yard and make 20 bucks, you know, and hey, that bought me two cassette tapes back then. This is, you know, late 80s, early 90s. And, uh, you know, I remember doing that, the, the kind of the freedom of doing that, not really having to answer to a, a boss, yeah. so to speak, and I'm doing my own thing you do it well and whatever, but yeah, the burnout is real. And and I get burnout even sometimes, you know, doing what I do now from a musical perspective, but what I'm trying to do, uh, trying to be better at is first of all, you know, I've got this thing to where I have to make a YouTube video every, you know, how often I try to put out two a week, but like this, this week, I will probably only put out one. It's been about seven days since I released a video on my channel. I'm not letting that get to me because I've been very busy. I've had a private gig, some other gigs, you know, and some other things going on, you know, the updates to the courses, uh, by the way, guys, we just updated two courses, the free upgrades. If you already have them, they're still at the discounted price. So you'll get the upgrades, uh, but metal producer overlord, the mixing series taught by Nick Z and in yours truly over here, Ken Candelas, his metal music theory course. We added some guitar parts to that where we saw, uh, where we felt it was relevant. So, you know, we've been working hard on that. So I'm not going to beat myself up about, well, I didn't, I didn't get this YouTube video out. You know what? I'm going to film one after we film this podcast today. And yeah. that's just, that's just going to be it. You do what you can do and you just let that be it. Right. Uh, so I'm really just trying to live more in that moment and not be in this, uh, we've got to rush to get all this stuff done. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not where I want to be. And just, you know, take a moment to focus on what you're doing, what, what needs to be done at that very moment and nothing else. That's it. Right. You have to always take a step back and just realize, uh, what is, the thing that makes it feel like it's burning out for you and try to understand where it's coming from. Because if you just ignore it and you just keep trying to push through, it's just, it's just a bottled up problem that's going to explode and you might explode onto, you know, somebody that, you know, you care about and you didn't really mean to get upset at them. And, you know, it's not a good day. So you want to just, when you feel that sense of, oh, oh my God, this is a lot. And why does it feel that way? Are you doing too much right now? Is there something that you need to put off so that you can focus on making this other thing happen? Yeah. Uh, it's all, or sometimes, you know, if you're, you know, business owners will understand this. You can only do so much. Sometimes you just need to delegate. Right. right? So that might be a, a sign that if you are growing, uh, you might need a team member to, to help you out. And that's, you know, <laughs> that's a good thing. It's a good problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so very good problem to have. Yeah. You, you want to, you want to just keep constantly assessing your, your men mental state of where do, where am I right now? And, you know, this is not something that is necessarily always a very conscious effort, but, I think on a day-to-day -day basis, it's good to be aware of it and just to say, how am I feeling today? Am I, am I rested? Uh, do, do I have what I need to get what I want done today? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's an obstacle that's in the way that I need to tackle today in order to make what I want to happen tomorrow? 
those types of things are ways that we can help just shift our focus from feeling like we're just being a victim of, you know, circumstance and just, oh, we can't get it done today because X, Y, Z versus, okay, how am I going to just make this happen so that I can make this next thing that I want happen, being a problem solver. Uh, that that kind of mentality will get you really far in life. So I strongly, for anybody who feels like at the time right now that they feel like they're burnt out, just reassess. And maybe you just need it. Maybe it just requires that you just need a day off. And, <laughs> you know, I was uh, at, at a bar uh, maybe a couple months ago and I was talking to the bartender and I was with some colleagues from, from the college. And I, I've seen this guy at the bar, like several times all the time. And we asked him, he was, was just like, Hey, like, do you ever get a day off? He's just like, no, I've been working like seven days a week for mm. a month and a half straight. Wow, I, said, wow. I said, you need to get a day off tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. you need to make time for yourself because okay yeah the money's good but like what are you getting out of it like you're just working at the bar every day <laughs> yeah. so what are you doing with the money that you're making from that you know that's just i i i i realize and you know like i love guys like gary vaynerchuk and stuff like that but oh i'm a big fan I, of gary v yeah I realize, and, and and tell me if I'm wrong, Jason, but when I've noticed Gary change his messaging over, over the years, going from earlier being, yeah. hey, man, it's it's all about making it happen and hustling, doing the thing right now, to focusing less on hustling and more on attributing happiness. He talks about that a lot. Yeah. So, so one thing that he used to always uh, put out there because people would judge him and I'll kind of paraphrase real quick, but people would judge him like, well, how can you work all this, all these hours? That's unhealthy. And Gary says, look, this is my truth. Your truth may be different. And this is, this is really where we come into assessing what's best for you and your your situation and circumstance maybe you're trying to get out of debt for example so you're going to bust your rump for three months maybe six months maybe you don't take a day off because at the end of that you've done the calculations and you know you'll be debt free and you can kind of pull back a little bit right or maybe right. you're saving for something so that goes back to our seasons what is your season right now only you know that i can't tell you ken can't tell you well you need to work more hours on this or we we can't tell you you need to not work more hours on this we can only tell you that you have to be honest with yourself brutally honest with yourself uh and assess like you said ken reassess your life your schedule write down what truly needs to be done to get me closer to the goal um you mentioned earlier ken a lot of times we can we can fill up we can fill up the notepad with to do's but you know what guys you can run in place really fast put forth a lot of effort burn yourself out and not go anywhere that's the truth going back to gary v though you know he said this guys this is my truth okay i work a lot i love it 
and I make it work with my family. Okay. It just works. That's my truth. My truth may not be your truth. Uh, but that said, now I have seen some, a little shift in the messaging. Uh, he's always kind of, you know, mentioned doing what makes you happy and that sort of thing. Uh, but I, I'll go a little bit further than that. And it's kind of the same thing, I guess, Ken, is what you and I do. Learn to love the process. And I think how you do that without getting burnt out is going back to visualizing what's the emotion that you're going to feel, that you expect to feel as you accomplish these goals that you're working on. You and I, what's the emotion of my album, Overcometh, and your album with Homeric? What is our emotional state with that being released and it's out there and you're getting the feedback from people like, man, Ken, I love this album. This is so cool. So I think that emotional state is where we need to try to stay in order right. to love the process, to love the journey along the way. And it doesn't feel so much like work. And on top of that, I think you're able to micro focus on one thing at a time instead of worrying about, well, I've got all this to do. How am I ever going to get there? You get there by taking the step one, which is right now today, after you finish this podcast, break out that notepad, uh, maybe go back and listen to our first podcast on planning, right? You know, plan, uh, execute and measure results and just start making the steps and just, okay, here's the first step, execute. I'll worry about step two when I get to step two. Not there yet. I'm at step one. But continue to push yourself and follow along, you know, one step at a time. Brilliantly said, man. But I love Gary Vee. I listen, I listen to uh, you and I both. We listen to our fair share probably of motivational folks out there in the entrepreneur space because that's what we are. We uh, And I'm proud to say that about us, Ken. You know, we're growing. And, hey, who knows? We may be. We may be delegating this year as well. I know we've got Emily helping out with, um, you know, with our Discord. Thank you, Emily, so much. Uh, by the way, you, you've been such a great help. If you're listening to this, we we appreciate you. But we we do look to grow the team, um, and we'll be talking to her first about that when the time comes. <laughs> I probably shouldn't put that out out there, but uh, Ken, any any parting thoughts, man, before we wrap things up here? Um, just remember your why. This is mm. all about why do you do what you do and okay. how you go about, you know, in this case, managing your time to make your dreams come true. Uh, what we talk about here at Metal Mastermind is how to, you know, improve yourself in the studio, on stage, and in life. So yes. uh, by listening to our podcasts, it tells us that you're interested in self-development in a, in a way that is going to help bolster uh, your fervor to make whatever it is in your life that much more enriched. So take that as you will. Don't forget why you do what you do and just live aggressively, man. Do it. Guys, uh, in parting thoughts here, do check out metalmastermind.com. We have got courses for those of you who don't know, uh, first-time listeners. Thank you, by the way. Hey, guys, please share this podcast as well. 
uh, share it with someone, whether you're listening on on our platform, middlemastermind.com or or Spotify. I believe we got the podcast on Spotify podcast and, and Google podcasts as well. Uh, but please do share and, and make sure you subscribe to those podcasts. So uh, on your preferred source, but also, yeah, check out middlemastermind.com for our guitar courses. We've got online coaching on there now as well. So do check that out. And want to thank everybody for tuning in to Ken and I. We love having these sessions uh, with you. And of course, as always, create your own sound.